The comments and advice expressed in this audio experience are not intended for actual use and should never be taken seriously. If you do use any advice given, please let us know how it went and carefully consider getting yourself some help. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Fix That For You. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. Episode 22, coming your way. You guys like it, actually. Wow. <laughs> I'm you don't smiling. Like well, I was just I'll... waiting for the, for like, I don't know, a, a anti-Semitic joke or something. I kind of was no, too. No, Kyle, no. I was, why? why? <laughs> I don't know why, why I was you my mind went. That? <laughs> I thought that, it, like, mixed with a pun, because those are, like, two of your things you hate No, episode 22, I don't know about you, I'm feeling 22. Like that the kind Swift, of was a like pun, the almost. It was a pun, yeah. I mean, I don't... Yeah, I don't like it. I feel like if you don't make okay. the joke, the fans will be disappointed, Yeah, honest feedback though. is important. I appreciate yeah. that. This is a podcast <laughs> where we are going to feature embarrassing stories and give some great and hilarious advice on how you can recover from embarrassment. Or if you don't have any embarrassment in your life, you can just take some notes and learn from our embarrassees. I'm your host, Mitch Hessian. I'm your host, Caleb. And I'm your host, Kyle. So this weekend, I went to a surprise birthday party. and Happy birthday. Um, No, the surprise is over. Also, it wasn't my party. Oh. So... But I did cry if I wanted. You did. You ended up crying. Wait, you said you okay, cried. Okay, well, we'll you get wanted. to that. But what else? Yeah. What were you? What were you starting so, with? I was gonna tell you about. I had this kind of odd experience this weekend at this party because I at the party there were like maybe three or four people that I knew that I hadn't seen in a while that I kind of wanted to talk to. Most of the other people were just like people from that I didn't know from a different school. And one of the people there that I hadn't seen in a while was somebody named Monica. You both know her, but. I hadn't talked to her in a while, hadn't seen her for some time, and so we started catching up. And as the as the party progressed, uh, we ended up, me and her and Maddie went downstairs just to keep chatting. And turns out there's, like, these two very big speakers down there facing this area in the room that's pretty clearly set up to be a dance floor. Okay? Oh, okay, that's fun. And it was quieter downstairs, and the party was going on mostly upstairs, and... There was a laptop just sitting on top of the speaker, and we were like, "Let's, let's dance. Let's freaking get this party going." Did it look like this was a permanent like dance studio yeah. floor, or is this like something they kind of jerry rigged together as mm-hmm. like a let's practice our dancing? I've been there before, and it's been like this okay. multiple times. So I'm pretty sure they have it down there for dancing. Yeah. So we that's pr- so rich. We dude. turn on the music. It's so rich. Yeah. It's the one percent right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, we put on like really sick hip-hop music and we start dancing and it's just me and monica and maddie kind of maddie's not much of a dancer really so because she's free methodist because she's free methodist (laughs) (laughs) she's a youth pastor she kind of stays away from that sinful stuff but then it's just like me and monica on this dance floor and for like 45 minutes i just dance my butt off wow and i don't stop like I take one break for like a minute and grab some water and then I'm back on the floor. And it's been a long time since I've actually danced that hard. And here's the thing. One one of the guys at the party came down and like watched me dance for a little bit. Like he was kind of laughing and he was like probably a little tipsy the night and just cracking up. And he comes over to me later and he's like, dude, I'm not kidding at all. People would actually pay to watch you strip. <laughs> <laughs> 
He was complimenting he my was dance. He was stripping moves. you in his mind as he was, he was watching you dance. How does that make you feel? Me. That was definitely what I was going for. Is that why you were crying? <laughs> yeah, that's why I cried. But uh, it's like a Pulp Fiction scene with John Travolta and Uma Thurman. Yeah, and then but John Travolta is actually the real perv he is in real life, and so that just kind of inspired me to just get back to my dancing roots. Like I, I wanna, I know I'm a okay dancer. You're gonna start stripping again, and I wanna start stripping Good for again. You, you Kyle, know, that's you know, really. I, I really want to turn those tricks, you know? <laughs> We're really Thanks. proud of you for embracing that part of yourself. You Thanks. can make an honest living with that kind of work. Yeah, and honestly, it's really empowering for my body and for overcoming, like... And honestly, like, it's just a gift. Just like beauty standards for men, you know? Yeah, and can I also say honestly? Like, <laughs> really honestly? I don't I think you should maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to be brutally honest here. Kyle knows how to move his body. <laughs> I just think you should maybe stop. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. I don't... Uh, why were you crying? I, why? Um, the, the sports game didn't go the way I wanted it to. Because it's March Madness. Oh. That's... The sports too game. Too bad, I guess. I don't the sports know. game. Really? Oh, I'm sorry. You danced your butt off, and I just want to know, did you remember to bring it home with you? Or did you leave it at the party like some fool? Well... I left it at the party, but it managed to get an Uber home. An Uber. An Uber. <laughs> All right, let's do this thing. Self-reference. Uh, welcome to the actual true meat of the podcast. Kyle, please give us that first story. All right, let me pull that up for you. Thanks. computer sound. Thanks, QWERTY. <laughs> All right. Are we going to get hit slammed by a TM from VeggieTales? Yeah, I probably. Oh, they're out of business. They're, yeah, and they got no money. Also, they're vegetables. They got a podcast. Can they really command capital? They have no arms. They can't file a complaint. Right. Our first story. Are you guys excited? You guys got energy? Ready to read a story? I feel it brewing up inside of me. Brewing. I, it's not I out energy. yet. Is it brewing coffee or brewing beer? Mm, it's like more of a, like a throw up. Oh, that's perfect. That's what stories that are embarrassing are all about. It sounds like Throwing herbal tea. Throwing up. <laughs> herbal tea. Uh, okay, so our first story is brought to us by Reddit user Reno Scottsdale. I work in a very small, very quiet office. The bathroom is attached in the corner room. I took my morning crap as per usual and went to flush, but nothing happened. I panicked and tried several more times with no success. I took the lid off of the back but couldn't determine what was wrong. I'm no plumber. After a few moments of utter fear, I closed the lid, wrote a hand-drawn note, (laughs) and emailed my manager, the only other guy in the office. He told he told me to submit a work request. Two minutes later, he walked past me and said, "Let me take a look at this." <laughs> <laughs> he wa- he went in, and I just hid at my cubicle, hoping no one else would hear. Another little bit of time passes, and he calls out to me, "I think I fixed it," <laughs> oh, no. followed by a loud flush. Now there's officially no way the in- there's officially no way the entire office did not hear what happened. I kind of smiled at him as he went by and passed by to, to go to his office. This might not seem too bad, but believe me, I want to die. This will carry. This one will carry on for a long time. What did he do to that toilet that that Reno Scott still didn't do in the first place? You got to know what's causing that problem. You got to look into that. You got to put your hands in there. Mm. Yeah, he got right in there with. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice, so that's why. Well, could you maybe not? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. Did you find it? It's like I have to talk a little bit to warm it yeah. back up, so mm-hmm. then when I first go to start, it's really rough. <clears throat> so I oh, think the first, I think the first possibility that we have to consider here is that his boss is an underground plumber. Now, Mitch, if his boss <laughs> is an underground plumber, 
What three things does that imply about his boss that we need to know for the story? One, he loves mushrooms. Kay. Two, he hates Bowser. Mm-hmm. And three, he loves to save the princess. Okay. Huh. Well, he exactly. doesn't love it, but he has to do it because it's Who written else? in the script of the of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's actually really annoyed that he has to do it every other game. Precisely. So, now that we've revealed that his boss is actually Mario, mm. who has retired from princess saving. Uh, they're they're married and very happy. And he's now has this job at, at this place. Oh. Oh, no, I'm getting out, new information. Turns out he was actually gay, and him and Luigi. Were... <laughs> no, <laughs> you're ruining it. <laughs> you ruins everything. <laughs> oh man. Oh, oh that's, no. That's staying in. <laughs> Your call, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't. That's not my joke. <laughs> I said that to you guys. Gay lovers idea. find out their brothers. Super smart. It even rolls off the tongue. Dude, so now that we've discovered that this is Mario, you know, making a career shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you just kind of realize that after a while, um, saving the princess and collecting the coins you find along the way isn't really a sustainable lifestyle for the average adult male these days. No. It, it turns out you actually have to work, uh, you know, a nine or eight hour job in order to pay those bills. Yeah, mm. and he was also really feeling quite the existential crisis. Um, I mean, it was just... Get the coin, save the princess over and over again. <laughs> and it, he just felt like he was on a hamster wheel and he had to get out. So yeah. he decided to get a corporate job and sit in a cubicle for, uh, as a change of pace. Nothing gets you out of that rut than getting a, a nice cush office job, sitting mm. at your desk for nine hours a day, staring at maybe one to two screens while you just kind of watch the clock tick by. Mm-hmm. Like with Mario, he was he, he in his previous job as saving princesses, he felt like he was stuck in this hamster wheel, you know, just like you were saying. But... He felt like he was stuck in this hamster wheel of his job at Prince, saving princesses, collecting coins, and he just had to. He just had to let go of that. You know, he just had to, he had to choose. You have to willingly choose your hamster wheel. You <laughs> yeah, know? that's what we've that's what we've been saying. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, at this point, I don't remember what I was getting at. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> so I'm I'm really sorry. Thanks to the thanks for the lip thing. Um, <laughs> I would have rather have known. So, but maybe afterwards. Okay, but I think that I think that sheds to light maybe the the method in which that this plumber slash manager was able to clear the toilet. You just fire one of those little fireballs down in the toilet and clears it right up. Yeah, or you use your pocket piranha plant and it eats the fecal matter out of the toilet. Or Do you piranhas jump? eat it? Yeah, they eat it. I didn't know that. Or you jump on top of the toilet seat and you kind of just like pew, 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 down into it and then you can like punch the poop and get it down. Oh, it's like a mini game. Yeah. It's like a little bonus level. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so he was like, oh, maybe I'll get some coins along the way. Guess what? He he didn't get any coins. It was just all poop down there. Yeah, it was all poop. Um, So how can we help Reno Scottsdale recover from the bomb he laid in the toilet? How do we... And that everyone knows about. The public bomb. <laughs> the public bomb. Mind you, this is an office where it's one toilet and uh, presumably a whole department. So I would say more than 20 people. It sounds people. like it's mostly women because he said two, the manager was yeah. the only other he guy. He said two yeah. men. That's... You know, you're walking on eggshells there because a a ladies' bathroom that or a bathroom that you have to share with a bunch of ladies, they they really prefer that you keep it quite clean and quite pristine, because otherwise they'll know who's the one messing up the bathroom. And that's the way they prefer it, but that's definitely not the way that they would keep a bathroom. It's this. If there's anything I've learned about women over my 24 years, is that they love a good double standard, <laughs> and for them to say. For them to completely trash a toilet, and then for you, for them to say, 
why did you pee on the seat? Or why did you lift the seat up? And then, but they just like destroy it mm, mm-hmm. with all with everything that they have going yeah. on. <laughs> but I mean, can you blame them? I love a good double standard too, you know. I do too, but only when it works in my favor. And True. this isn't one of True, those, yeah. so I hate it. <laughs> the only path to redemption is to become a plumber. Luigi. Luigi in this scenario. Oh, is this Luigi's origin story? <laughs> you love a good origin story. I love a good origin story. <laughs> he just goes up to his boss and was like, hey, man, how'd you fix that toilet? Because he's got to know. And he's so embarrassed. And that's the only redemption he can see is, you know what? Maybe if I can be useful and actually know how to unclog a toilet, I'll feel less worthless in this office. So then he shares the secrets of pipe travel and hat wearing. <laughs> fireball and, shooting. And, and fireball shooting. But that, that comes later. That's okay. when he's like that's a level a nine. Advanced. Then he becomes Luigi and all the babes love him because he's got that nice, thick, full mustache. So, yeah, his, so Mario like teaches him the way of the plumber. And then, uh, you know, from spending so much time together, you know, it's like they start working together and like start saving princesses or cleaning toilets or whatever. And it's like, well, now we're not co-workers anymore. We're co-plumbers. And mm. then Mario turns to him and says, no, we're closer than co-plumbers. We're brothers. <laughs> we're Smash Brothers. <laughs> and that's why Luigi's so much taller with a different chin structure because they're not actually biologically related. <laughs> there it is. They're, they're brothers from another mother. Gosh, you love a good origin story. Um, so there you go, Reno Scottsdale. All you have to do is ask your manager to teach you the ways of the plumbers and you will become brothers. Uh, you're welcome. Our next story uh, is brought to us by... Oh. <laughs> yeah okay here we go what is it our no, next story is, is brought to us by harry chestnuts uh, that's a good one that's a, that's a sweet name wait just harry chestnuts straight up no numbers harry chestnuts no no numbers. wow that must be no like num- a founding father of reddit yeah, right there he's he wrote this 33 days ago so that does nothing to the context of what no. you just said so i've recently started a job at a shoe shop in my local shopping center uh i think some of us would call it a mall i started two weeks ago on my break, I go to Starbucks in the food court and order an Americano. Okay, we're dealing with a hard, hardcore dude here drinking <laughs> Americanos. There's a cute guy around my age. Maybe it's a girl. I don't know. There's a cute girl, a cute guy around my age who's always working there, and I've definitely noticed him since day one. One. So day well day one. So I go there today, and he takes my orders. He smiled at me and said, "Your name is Harry Chestnuts, right?" Obviously, this is in parentheses, parentheses, obviously not my real name, but this is Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) So your name is Chelsea, whatever. I gave him a big smile back, laughed and said, oh, you remembered. The poor man, sorry, the poor man then turns scarlet, laughs uncomfortably, and for some weird reason glances at my chest. Because they weren't hairy like he expected. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I looked down at myself, confused as hell, and realized at my dismay that I'd forgotten I was wearing my name tag, which had been given to me by my manager the previous day. He had <laughs> merely read the name off of my badge, and that's how he knew. knew. I turned redder than him and just blurted, ah, well, maybe you'll, re- <laughs> maybe you'll remember next time. <laughs> and then I laughed at an illegally high-pitched tone, <laughs> took my coffee, and left. I will never return, I swear. Our romance was sweet while well, it lasted. Aww. <laughs> a true Romeo and Juliet story is, right there. Yeah, forbidden love. I feel bad for a writer. 
I feel like they... For little hairy chestnuts? Yeah, for little hairy chestnuts. I feel bad for them. Why was uh, the worker embarrassed that he used his deduction skills to mm. figure out her name? That's think... like a Sherlock Holmes move right, right. there. Right. And I also Robert Downey Jr. style. The fact that he's embarrassed by it, I think that leads to a little bit of like... I think he's probably interested, you know? Oh, yeah. He like didn't want to... He didn't want her to know that he remembered... Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm being too obvious. But also, I'm not because your name tag's right there. Wait, did he say your name is Harry Chestnuts right? Like... He's like, yeah, Terry Chestnuts, right? Right. It's like, yeah. So honestly, well, the way he asked sounded like he was remembering instead. Yeah, of, even though not just like looking at her name tag. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's assuming that she's recalling the story completely correctly, though. Right. Maybe he didn't actually say it that way. Right. You know. I but, okay. I'm gonna take our reader at their word at this we'll point. T- we'll take the reader at yeah. the word. Now, mm-hmm. that's a good distinction you just brought up because originally I was thinking he wasn't even embarrassed by that. What he was embarrassed about was he realized that she was, like, super excited that he remembered her name. And he could tell that she, like, thought it was something kind of romantical yeah. or something uh, more more interpersonal than he meant. And so he's like, oh, shoot. Like, I oh, I don't want her to think I'm into mm. her. Like I just read your name cartoon tag. style, his face turns red. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I don't know which way it is, though. I mean, what's more probable? I think there's also a chance here that he might be embarrassed because when he, in order to find out what her name is, he had to look at her chest. And perhaps he thought that she had caught him in looking at her chest, you know. Possible, but we don't have any evidence again to that. <laughs> no at all. Innocent until proven guilty. No narrative. <laughs> Innocent. Yeah. I've worked uh, at a Indian restaurant inside a dying mall. Uh, it was also a dying restaurant. <laughs> Consequently. Consequently, yeah. Were yeah. you actually working or were you just waiting for it to die? Um... That question is still yet to be seen, um, but the I, I worked as like a just like a, ha- a helping hand in the in the back of a restaurant, and there was me and like two other employees and one woman doing the who's owning running this Indian place. So she's a mad lad of a worker, but there's something about the society of people who all work at a mall that. It's different than like a social group like in high school or something like that. You're all in this place where you know you shouldn't be here. Uh, you're working at a job that that is is somehow in some way, intangible way, shouldn't exist. <laughs> okay, so like there's jewelry stores in malls that <laughs> are dying, and like every day I would walk by the jewelry store people, and something about them didn't fit right. Because, like, it's a jewelry store and it should be, like, nice and clean. But I'm looking at these people and you can tell they're cheapos, <laughs> you know? So you don't want to buy your jewelry from a cheapo. And and so, like, there's this thing about, like, working at a mall. And I feel like we could use this to our advantage with her that she could use the society in some way, use her fellow mall workers to gain her her status back. Yeah, I was going to say uh not as a mall worker but just as a mall goer. It seems mm-hmm. like the mall like the mall staff between the stores have like this camaraderie between each other. Like, yes, there is like that. Like we are almost we are malls are interesting in the fact that they're kind of like small cities inside <laughs> of a building. Yeah. And so it's kind of like they're a part of the city and then everyone else out everyone else that doesn't work in the mall just like is visiting the city for the day and like <laughs> uh just like touristing. And so you're you're like if you work at the mall and he works at this mall, you're kind of in the same family. 
Uh, you're kind of, you're maybe kind of, village? Can we go with village? Okay, uh, yeah. Clan, you're, perhaps. Ki- kind of, yeah, clan. a clan is also a family of sorts. <laughs> of sorts, but it's Sounds not better, a family. Though. It sounds better. So what I'm thinking is along the same lines, we utilize all the assets of the mall. Hmm. All, your mall family. All your mall discounts. All your mall discounts. All your mall sits. All your mall sits. That's not good. No, no, no. That. no that's take that out. Jeremy, take that out. Okay, thanks. His name's Jamie. I hate it when you forget his name. It's so disrespectful. Jamie, I'm uh, sorry. Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> eh, whatever. <laughs> Intern and turn. So <clears throat> you use your discount at all these places. Go to the hair salon. You go to the nail salon. Go to the shoe salon. Uh, the <laughs> go to the shoe salon. Well, okay. There's a, I don't know. Like different malls have different things in them. The one things I do know that they have in them is a nail salon, is a massage salon, <laughs> and a and there's always a Chinese restaurant. Okay. That's the three state. That's like the three cornerstones of a mall. Uh, everything mm. else, you know, it's, it's variable, but I think I, I, I like where you're going with it. All right, Kyle, is there anything else I missed? Uh, an eyebrow-plucking salon. An eyebrow-plucking. Oh, that's huge. Okay, so what you do is you go, you get this entire face left, all this stuff is done. You look like a completely different person. In fact, And not you, in a good way. And not in a good way. You go and you say, I want the look of that woman that goes in always asking for the manager. I want that kind of look. <laughs> so she gets like the pixie cut, gets it blonde, some highlights. Somehow, a lot of volume. Somehow she goes to a there's a there's a twenty minute fat removal salon. <laughs> <laughs> she goes in there, gets twenty pounds put in, so Ooh. she can gain twenty ah, pounds. Yeah. Yep, yep. Gets wears some cheap jewelry, um, and then a really tacky teal blouse. Goes back in, orders the coffee, wearing the, the same name tag. name tag. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You're so then all the rules. I know. So now it's negative association with that name, like double. So then all you have to do after that, go to the freaking government, get your name legally changed, come back with a different name tag and a different look, new name, new look. Well, new which is actually, it's actually the original look, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, new life. And That's then cool. you live happily ever after. That's incredible. Yeah. I do. Where yeah, I, I really do like that. Are we going to overlook the immense power that we bestowed upon our Reno Scottsdale? The power to be... The lady that asks for the manager mm. is a really immense power that takes a lot of responsibility. True, and we just or we lack just, thereof like, responsibility. Yeah, which it's mostly that. Mostly, <laughs> and we just like handed that out to mm. her. So there's a little danger there. We'll we'll have to like make sure that she doesn't accidentally begin a double life, starting right. to be the lady who asks for manager. Right. I'm pretty sure when you when you start down this path, there's really no getting there's off no of it, way. and it's really inevitable that. She will become the monster eventually. Yeah. yeah. By day, you're selling beauty products out of your house. By night, you're going into every restaurant in the area, <laughs> complaining about the service trying and leaving getting, a bad Yelp review. Getting trying coupons. to get free things. Yeah, yeah. Getting... Also couponing on the side when you're right. bored. Uh, so there you go, Reno Scott. Still, you're welcome, and uh, your alter ego is also welcome. And beware. <laughs> yeah, beware. All right. Our final story is brought to us by a Reddit user named Hey Daisy. Hey, Daisy. What's up? What's up, Daisy? Nothing much. How are you? Oh, Daisy. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to... Can you shut up? I'm reading your story. Oh. Yeah. Also, your voice is raspy. I'm in the middle like... of a sex change. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Never having guests on again. Uh, it's a very short story. It's The name of the story is simply the word today. Today, an older man went to shake my hand. And I closed my hand too early and ended up grabbing his four fingers. (laughs) 
I shook his fingers and he asked me, why'd you do that? Why did I shake his fingers? Why did I do that? <laughs> that was beautiful. It's like a lovely poem. Well, you know? Why did I do uh, that? It's like well, a limerick almost. Why did he do that? Uh, that's uh, that's everything I've ever wanted to come out of that situation. You know what? Because I've done it on accident, and I've had it done to me, and it's the worst when it's done to you. Give it back. Give it back. It's a complete violation of the social norms that we've all agreed upon, wherein once we greet each other, we grab the whole hand and not half the hand, which uh. he has, when henceforth... Uh, he's violated it. <laughs> <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the flag of shaking the whole hand of America. And to the four fingers for which I grabbed, I do apologize so sincerely under God, indivisible with liberty and handshakes for no one. I mean, this happens to me sometimes when I'm shaking a grandparent's hand mm-hmm. or an elderly person's hand, which I don't do on the regular unless they're my grandparents. But sometimes you see that you like reach out for the hand and you're like, if I grab onto this whole thing with my whole hand, with my whole force, will I break the hand? <laughs> yeah, it, sometimes there is a situation where the kind of hand curl, little grandma shake is necessary, where it's kind of you're just really holding hands for yeah. like two seconds <laughs> and wiggling them and then ending it. Some, sometimes that's appropriate, but it doesn't sound like that was right here. That's There's a particular true. elderly person I'm thinking of in my head where... Whenever I shake their hand, uh, their hand creaks. Mm. It like It's like the bones are creaking. <laughs> and I hate that feeling. You must be careful. <laughs> you have to be careful with that. But he's a handshake kind of guy, so uh, I have to give him a handshake every does time. He, has he ever commented about your style of handshake? No, he never has. You're but lucky, because if he ever calls you out, I'll be like, shake my hand like a real man, son. Then you're going to be like, sir. I'll kill you sir, if I do I that. Will, you will lose all your blood because you cannot <laughs> clog. <laughs> not claw. You've lost you the ability to coagulate. <laughs> Old people can't clot. <clears throat> That's um, a fact. AF. Do you guys have any more you want to say about this? I think uh, you found yourself in a in a tremendously difficult situation. Good I for think... that guy for asking him why he did that, though. I would. Yeah, the old know. man. He was really asking the real questions. Yeah, he's he is not afraid. To get into the metaphysics of this reality and just really question them. <laughs> He's done you know? with it, dude. He's like, I've been around the block a few times, and at this point, I just want to know why we're doing what we're doing. <laughs> I've, I've I've shook a few hands, and let me tell you, I am shook when I shake a four finger hand. Shook. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's got dementia. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still got a damn good handshake. It's like, well, for oh, this yeah. guy's perspective, he only has a, a couple good handshakes left. <laughs> uh, yeah, he can measure Everyone, his life. He just handshakes. wasted one of his. Every last one counts. I think, uh, I think we could take a good old, I think we could take a good lesson here from, uh, good old Donnie Trump. Um, if you've ever seen some of his, his handshakes, they are quite likely the most aggressive handshakes you've ever seen. I have seen mm. the gifts, yes. Yeah, what he does is he yanks you right close to him, like you're touched, like he's trying to get you to touch his liver. <laughs> like he, like he'll get you there, like he's starting to wrestle. Feel his liver. Yeah, yeah. Feel this it. is the best liver you've ever felt. I've never you drank a drink in my I life. Know it. Everybody knows it. The best liver. As soon as this man, as soon as you see this old man again, you show him what's what. Yeah. You teach him. <laughs> you you really. Bring honor to him because he's the one that asked you the question. He says, and, "Man, handle me next time." <laughs> we're, we're, 
that we're fooling around here. Yeah, I want right. you to grab me. I want you to really just show me what's what. Right. <laughs> just shit or get off the pot. You know, yeah. like <laughs> this old man, he's not, not wasting time. And he's like, this handshake better be the last handshake I ever have. It better kill me. That's what he wants. He's like, <laughs> he's just going to shake it. He's like, hand. son, that's what I'm looking for in a handshake. It's just a good way to go. And you're like, look, I've, I've seen Donald Trump. I've learned his technique. Come over here and I'll. <laughs> I'll put you down like a I'll horse behind the barn. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? No, keep going. So please finish it out. So he walks over to you. You walk, He walks over to you. You make him walk to you. A true no, power yeah, move. Yeah, yeah, power move. Don't, don't shuffle on over. Let him shuffle to you. And he respects that. He respects that. Oh, he's like, this is what I wanted. The whole way he looks you dead in the eye. and <laughs> n- No words are exchanged, but you can just tell that you are fulfilling his deepest fantasies. Mm-hmm. Well, he's you're standing there eye to eye. He uh, puts his wallet on the table, <laughs> takes his watch off, takes his glasses <laughs> off, <laughs> moves his little walker next to him, puts his hand out. You thrust your hand out. And... As you clamp down upon his hand, bones crack <laughs> and skin starts to flush out of his hand. Have you ever tried to grab a very powerful hose? Yes. I'm afraid of where it this is going. You. I don't want to answer. It's difficult. It fights you. I wish I wasn't it's here difficult. right now. The way, the way you control it is you clamp down as hard as you can on that hose and you yank it towards you to your side. Very much like Donald Trump does. <laughs> That's what you do to this man. You get him off his center of balance. Pull him into you. And as he starts to, to collapse, you look him in the eyes. And you kiss his cheek as he falls next to you. And then his life alert goes off and you somehow try to turn it off. The ambulance is coming and, and you run, scurry off to yeah, avoid you scurry it, off, grab charge, his wallet. Yeah. And the last thing he whispers, he just looks at you as the light fades from his eyes. In the best handshake of his freaking life, he just says, thank you. You also take his uh, dentures because you don't want him to be identifiable. Those things are expensive too. Yeah, right? yeah you can sell, sell those. a lot on that black yeah. market. Yeah. Sell or value. pawn shop. I know a good pawn shop that'll take some dentures. Oh, oh, that's that's good information to have. I think the way that you kind of you make up for this egregious handshake is you ask him, "Hey, man, how many handshakes do you have left <laughs> in your life?" Because uh, he's not measuring by years at this point. It, it's by handshakes. He's he's pretty close to the end. And he's like, well, I, I have I have about 30 handshakes left. <laughs> and so you say, all right, we are going to take you and give you the best 30 handshakes of your entire life. Mm. So first you take him to visit none other than the Dalai Lama. And he's famous for a lot of things. But the thing he's most famous for is his handshake. Yeah. Little known fact, the thing he's most famous for. Yeah. Handshakes. Not like the reincarnation stuff, but no, the handshake no, no. stuff was is pretty pretty yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it, it's on his Wikipedia page. <laughs> I mean, it has its own tab. First so. thing. And honestly, there's a little bit of a hope in our our old man in the story here that maybe when he shakes the Dalai Lama's hand, he might that a little bit of that reincarnation uh, juju will rub <laughs> off on him. Yeah, but I think uh, you also got to hit a couple of the big handshake lists. So mm. Um, mm. you go to the Lincoln Memorial and you oh. shake Lincoln's hand there mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. of the statue. Yeah, it's a stony one. That's yeah, good. it's you know, but that's the firmest of handshakes. Mm. Uh, the one that will not give you anything. It's all you. You also want to make sure you visit Angela Merkel, the uh, former prime minister of Germany. Mm. Um, she was one of the first female prime ministers. Uh, quite a 
a BA woman. She um, has the firmest handshake a woman has ever possessed. Yeah, it's like it's More like the Germans are known for firmness. It's like a good automobile, that yeah. handshake. Yeah, that's her car is like the Benz of handshakes. Yeah, and like those are ones you want to start out with, to like start out like, you know, on a good note. Mm-hmm. But I think like when you're kind of getting down there, like to like, mm-hmm. you know, past like, you know, nine handshakes left, eight handshakes left, mm-hmm. you at least want to start hitting like some of those big hitters like Kylie Jenner mm-hmm. or, <laughs> of course, Michael Sarah would be a good one or mm-hmm. Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. That guy that jumped out of that space thing for Red Bull. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that guy. That guy's a legend. legend. And he has to shake his hand while he's plummeting from the atmosphere. I think that Whoa. would just really polish it off. This is nicely. just turning into a bucket list. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you double dip a little. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Now, I think the way that this should end, I think for the story to come full circle, the final handshake really should come from where this all started. From our embarrassee. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. He should... They, I mean, these two go on this amazing journey together over the last 30 handshakes, Mm -hmm. which is the name of the feature film, by the way. And it's this just odd story about a friendship that shouldn't have been. Uh, Somebody who's bad at shaking hands, a young man, doesn't Mm -hmm. know what he's doing in the world. Naive. Naive. Foolish. Yeah. And then an old man who's seemed to have seen it all, and yet there's still plenty of life to live in the last Mm -hmm. 30 handshakes. Mm -hmm. By the end, the old man looks at the young man and he says, what have you learned this time? The young man looks at him and without saying a word, reaches out his hand to shake the old man, hand, the old man's hand. And in that one handshake, he answers that old man's question. Not a single word needs to be passed between the two. And quietly and with all peace, the man lays down, takes a nap. Just takes a nap. I really wanted him to die. Yeah, can he just oh, die? Come on. Can he do that he again? Die. Die. I feel like... It's his last just... handshake, not his last breath. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, but if he... I, he said I it's think so he needs to die. I, think <laughs> I was really into uh, it. You know... Uh, I was, that's I not the story I'm telling. I appreciate that you brought I made, the story. This is my property, my TM, my co-copyright. You signed it off to to the producers already, and, and we have final say on whatever happens. We appreciate your creative thoughts on the, on the whole process, but we are going to have to... We're going to have to bypass your creative... Ideas we need no the ratings. He has to die. He has to die. That's be some some sense of closure. I'm sorry. That's what a handshake is. A handshake is closure. <laughs> no, a handshake is a greeting, you fool. <laughs> Thank you for joining us in this episode of Fix That For You. We hope you enjoyed your time with us this week. We hope to see you guys back here next week as we launch just another great episode for you guys to learn from. You guys can find us on Facebook. We're FTFY Podcast there. Feel free to send us a message, keep up with the content, view the posts, all that good stuff. You can follow us on Twitter. On Twitter, we're at FTFYPod, and then you can email us your embarrassing stories so that you can become, uh, you know, podcast famous and embarrassed to a few more people than you already are, <laughs> and that email is FTFYPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd also lo- like to give a shout out to the Cold Soda Club for our use of their song, Ganip Ganap, that's spelled Ganap, and uh, if you like that song, it's on the intro and the outro of this podcast, go ahead and check them out. Uh, we like their song. We enjoy listening to it. Uh, we hope you do, too. Also, shout out to the Convoluted Podcast for letting me be a guest on their show. Had a lot of fun talking to Jesus. That's right. His name was Jesus. I thought it was Jesus at first, too, but it actually was Jesus. Um, so if you would like to, go check that out. I have not heard the interview because, personally, I I felt weird about it if I were to listen to it. But you can listen to it, and that'd be cool. So, yeah, go ahead and check him out. 
Um, that's the Convoluted Podcast. Again, thank you for joining us on this episode of Fix That For You. I have been your plumber host, Mitch Hessian. I've been your brand device host, Kyle Ryan. And I've been your final handshake host, Caleb. And you are welcome. That was good.